The Future Lifestyle Pro Podcast. Good evening everyone, hope you're well. Um, hi, you might not know me, I've not really shown my face much in this group yet. I've been moving house for the last, well, it actually only took me a couple of days but it feels like I've had my drill in my hand for a full week. Anyway, the house move is complete and I can now use my phone and think about other things other than my house. Um, so here I am, you probably don't know me, my name's Matthew Broadbent. I am a firefighter, um, I have a couple of businesses, I have a, a sales team that I train, um, I am a qualified, well I have a qualification in counselling um, and I just, I, I feel like it's part of my mission to try and improve the universe in my own little way. Hi Kaylee, maybe this might be just me and you talking but we'll make it for the people who come on later as well. Um, so I just thought I'd say mention a few things because we all get inspired to want to do something amazing and more with our lives than what is currently going on. But sometimes we get frustrated and feel like we're being held back. And one thing that I've personally found is that if we can sort our own shit out at home and make sure that things are going well at home and in our private lives, what that then does is it frees up everything else so that we can really go on to be and become exactly what we want uh, in whatever guise that that is. Um, I got involved in business. I, w I was always, you know, I came from like a council estate, no, no, no qualifications at school. And... Um, I got involved, I became a firefighter quite young and it was like the best thing that ever happened to me because I had no qualifications and I always wanted to become one, so that was fun. Um, but I always felt like I had more to offer, as, as crazy as that sounds. I felt like I was maybe born to be, work with people a little bit more. So I got involved in uh, online business about five years ago and, and I had a really fast start because I was really enthusiastic, but I earned a lot of money um, and I was quite successful quite quickly but my home life and my my relationships were in chaos uh, and it caused a lot of distress for a lot of people um, so I want to kind of share my lessons from that and hopefully you might take something from it uh, and then you can maybe utilize it and then go on to do something amazing with your life without causing as much shit as what I caused okay um, my, you know, my wife, my, my relationship, my wife suffered, my relationship with my friends suffered. Um, and, and as a result of that, I felt like it was important that I um, start to learn. And I decided that who I was right then wasn't the person who I thought I was. I was, I was humbled um, because I thought I was amazing. I was arrogant. I was an arrogant little shit. I felt like I was really popular, um, and I got and life provided me with a big slap across the face. So I decided to look in the mirror rather than blaming everyone else, and and just accept everything on my shoulders. What do I need to do in order to get my shit together, rather than how can everyone else sort out my shit? 
um, and I, it led me down, you know, some psychology books, the roots of psychology books, and and and, and learning about myself, and a lot of introspection and meditation got into all that stuff. And it hurt. It, it really, I, I started to learn about it mainly for the benefit of my relationship with my wife. Um, and I started to learn and really understand people a lot more. And what happened because of that is, I noticed my relationships with other people started getting better. The people who I started to attract into my life became better, better, a better calibre of people without sounding like I'm disrespecting anyone. Uh, I'm sure you know what I mean. Um, my relationship to my wife and my family got better. Not that it was ever in t absolute turmoil, but it, I'm sure would agree we could always improve. Um, and, and it was all because of this big, drastic shitstorm that I'd landed myself in by being selfish and just focusing on me and my income if that makes any sense um so i thought i'd mention a few things about the the, the importance of sorting our own shit out before we really go on to live the life that we want to live and think of sorting your shit out and and clearing the deck as it's like the foundation that you can build everything else upon um the four pillars of a good life so they say is health finances your spiritual life you know your, your your relationship with yourself and also your relationship with other people and they're the four pillars of a, of, of, of a good life um but but i'm just going to focus on our relationships today so this is just about relationships um now the relationships that we have with other people they're a direct reflection of us they're a direct reflection of us. So if you have, the good news is if you've got a lot of amazing relationships, you might take solace from that. That might be because you're actually a really good person. But if you hang around with a lot of shit, shit cakes that are, that are, that are toxic, you might want to think, okay, why is that? Because they're likely to be a reflection of who you are. Um, and the saying is in life we we get exactly what we tolerate so if we're if we're spending and wasting our time with a lot of um toxic people and we're willing to tolerate that then so then that's that's our call to make and you know we're just gonna have to live with the consequences but but how can you get rid of toxic people if you're if you're someone who has and look we all have toxic people in our lives there's always a level of toxicity somewhere within our friendship and relationship circles uh, one little piece of advice I have on that is, rather than making a big, a big, uh, 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 a big uh, shenanigan of it all, rather than making it into a really big deal and having a big, big, big fallout with people, just sort of cut ties with them in your own head. You don't have to tell them that you're cutting ties. Just stop contacting them as much. Eventually, they'll feel like they're not getting the same amount of attention is what they used to have and they'll start to drift away because they'll start to want that attention from someone else because they need it so rather than telling someone that i don't want to be i don't want to be associated with you anymore just in your head stop associating with them stop contacting them as much eventually they'll drift away and then at that moment you need to think okay who am i going to choose to to replace them in my inner circle and if you choose well eventually you find yourself with a circle of really good, strong people. And the saying is, we are the average of the five people that we spend the most time with, who we associate with most. Um, we don't want people, we don't want friends that we have to manage. 
it's hard enough managing ourselves. It's hard enough managing our kids, never, known, never mind ourselves. So to have to manage a friend as well, that is some baggage that you just don't need as an adult. Um, and then there's the other side of the relationships, our partners. How can we clear the deck and, and sort our shit out with our partners? Because there is no such thing as a perfect relationship. There's no such thing as a perfect person. Um, and I feel like no matter where you're at with your partner, I think it's important to have have the conversation with them just to, to make sh- just to make sure that you're both aligned in your you're both aligned in your personalities. Not the, we have loads of stuff in common. We both like chocolate. We both have the same favorite film. They're all per- they're all superficial things. I'm talking about deep ethics. As long as your ethics are the same, the kind of person who you are doesn't matter. As long as your ethics align. Uh, and, and just have make sure that you are with the right person. I'm sure you are, otherwise you wouldn't be with them already. But but the, the first step to, to sorting your shit out with your partner is have the conversation and then to accept that there is no such thing as a perfect partner. And I know that there might be a lot of females in this group versus men. Um, I might be wrong, but I kind of uh, decided to direct what I'm saying today more towards women because I try to tell this stuff to my wife all the time. Well, of course she doesn't listen to me because I'm her husband and why should she listen to me? <laughs> um, but, 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 but there is no such thing as a perfect partner. And, and, and I think Hollywood has, has tricked us into thinking that there is. Um, what we need to be looking for in, in, in our partner is somebody who we, will, who we can tolerate enough, who we can accept um, who can ac- we can accept enough of their insecurities, enough of their imperfections, and they can accept enough of ours because none of us are perfect. Um, like I said, Hollywood has, has tricked us into thinking that there's such thing as a perfect partner, but they've also tricked Hollywood's also tricked us into thinking that love is a feeling, and as soon as you don't feel that love anymore. Oh, it mustn't. It mustn't be there anymore. This person's obviously not the right person. So then, I, now I need to start um, constantly arguing with them, resenting with them, and going off with someone else. But no, what love actually is is an action. Love is an action, and the feeling precedes the action. It doesn't come before the action. You don't love and then do the action. You do the action and then you love. Um, and the main thing to avoid, especially. In this day and age when we're getting things rubbed in our noses, you know, social media, everyone's got a perfect life except you, um, you know, films, programs, reality TV. It's so easy to look at our partners and think, man, are you really the right person? Is this, is this the right, am I wasting my time with you? It's so important that we avoid the slippery slope of resentment because resentment, it's not... Resentment isn't, it's not on them to change. And this is the big thing. And I've said this to my wife and I say it to anyone. As soon as, you're, as, soon as the feeling starts to leave you uh, and you start to feel that resentment trickling into your mind and you start to look at your partner and think, oh God, God, look at it, stay here. You know, you start having these feelings inside. That, historically from what I, where, I'm, where I've come from, would be sort yourself out you sort yourself out because i'm resenting you so you need to sort yourself out that is how it used to be what i've learned is if you start feeling resentment towards your partner 
It's up to you to think of how you can stop being resentful. You have to start being emotionally stronger so that you can see the best parts of them, not the worst parts. It takes discipline, it takes t discipline. And it's all about putting them, whether you want to or not, as number one. And I did this uh, when my, when my uh, relationship with my wife, who I'm really happily married to right now, was at its lowest ebb. I learned this in a book that I read and, and it's, it's, it's also a religious thing. Um, you put your partner as number one. You put your partner before your kids even. And this might come as a shock to a lot of people because, you know, our kids are our world. Yes, they are. My kids are my world. But, but you are setting a better example by putting your partner as number one because what they, what the, all the kids want to see is a strong union at home. They want to see a strong and happy dad. They want to see a strong and happy mum. And together, they grow up underneath the umbrella of those strong and happy parents. Whereas if you put your kids first, it's, 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 it doesn't, the, the, the structure doesn't work as well. And the kids, and it starts to create space for doubt, for insecurities in our relationships. So, you know, it, it all boils down to our own ego and, and and are we willing to drop our own ego and what I want out of this for what can I provide the other person because our egos will wreck our relationships, it'll wreck our homes um, and the saying is wherever you go there you are, so if you do end up resenting your partner and they don't change you end up leaving them, you're still that same person so you're going to take who you are into your next relationship um, and then you just back to square one again, and you back to square one, and and you know you never know what might happen. People can when when we start resenting, we start people start to look to cheat on each other. Um, I mean, why why do people why do people cheat? People cheat because they don't feel um, they don't feel secure enough with us. The other person cheats because they don't feel they're being emotionally fulfilled enough with us. That's our problem. That's not their problem, um, and and this is why we always they th that person thinks that that person thinks that the stranger that they're cheating with is perfect. When the truth is, they're not perfect because there's no there's no such thing as a perfect person. They just don't know that person's insecurities yet. They just don't know that person's flaws. So the the stranger seems perfect to 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 the person who's doing the cheating. When in fact, you know, they haven't. They just haven't revealed their insecurities yet, and they don't know that person's insecurities either. And it's just a big lie, and it's built on it's built on lies. And this is how this is what this is what we're dealing with. And it could have all been ended by dropping our ego. Um, and if only we would have taken our time to make that person feel understood, then the cheating would have never never taken place. And it's just all about understanding human nature. It helps so much if you can understand human nature through reading books, listening to audios and podcasts. I learned um, in a book recently uh, the difference between men and women, that there's a thing called the rooster effect. So those ladies that might uh, watch or listen to this, you know, why do blokes look at other women? Why do we look at other men, women? If we're happily married, we're attracted to our wife or girlfriend. Why do we still have eyes for other women? Well, this is just a male thing, right? This is just literally wired into a male's brain. And there's a science experiment called the rooster effect. And I'll tell you what the rooster effect is. I'll tell you this. My wife said it loads of times. <laughs> she just rolls her eyes now. But the rooster effect is um, they took the, the, you can throw a rooster into a, 
a, a pen of about 30 hens and it will literally go through one by one and have its merry way with every single one of those 30 hens within about two hours. No, without any boredom, it'll just go straight through all of them. The rooster effect. But you throw that same rooster in the pen with the same 30 hens the next day, it won't touch any of them. And that's just nature wanting wanting the rooster to spread to 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 to, to pro procreate that's all it is it's just nature's way of procreation so obviously we're not chickens we're humans but but all all warm-blooded animals on the planet act in a similar way anything where there's a male and a female this is what typically the males are like women are more homely more emotive so women need that connection and this is where the this is where the line is between men and women but as, when we know this stuff the truth sets us free doesn't it um, and the more that we can give to our partner, put our partner number one, the more it starts to become reciprocated. And the story of the pot-bellied stove where the man, the grumpy man sat, sat in front of a pot-bellied cold stove. There's no fire coming out of the stove. And he's saying, give me some heat. And the stove's saying, you need to put some wood in, in me for me to give you some heat. And the man's saying, I'm not giving you any, I'm not giving you any wood until you start giving me some heat first. And the story, the, obviously the analogy is, you get what you give. Just whatever you are willing to give, you will get back. Um, but we have to accept this stuff. And, you know, with my wife, I had to put her first when I was... I had to put my wife first when I resented her. I had to decide, okay, I'm going to... I'm going to, I'm going to do what these, what these old classic lessons from ages upon ages upon ages have been telling me to do and I'm going to give it a try me and my wife were at the end of our tether with each other and I started to put her first I started to brainwash myself for putting her first rather than myself first and you never guess what it worked I gambled on an old principle from a book and it worked I put her first and now because I put her number one now she puts me one number one and the, the deck at home has been cleared and now it's freed me up the time to go building my businesses and do whatever I want to do because she knows that she's now number one. And this is a lesson that you can take as a woman or a man if you're a man and watching it because it works both ways. It's not just about them changing. It's about you looking inwards as well. Um, it works for me. It can definitely work for you. You are the leader in your home, whoever you live with. Take lead. It takes time. It takes patience, but if you can clear your deck, really look inwards at yourself, your relationship, and work on yourself, your relationships, whether it's friendships or marriages or sexual relationships or whatever, will start to blossom, and it's all about you working on yourself. Um, anyway, if you've made it this long, thank you. My name is Matthew Broadbent. I have a Facebook group called Future Lifestyle Pro. Followers, uh, if I have a, 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 an Instagram, Future Lifestyle Pro, Feel free to reach out um, and we can have a conversation about this kind of thing. Thanks very much for watching or listening. I love you. See you later on. Bye. The Future Lifestyle Pro Podcast.